Listener Production. Why an Aussie company trying to cure cancer was one of today's best. And did our market manage to get into positive territory for the week? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's the 19th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura, happy Friday. Happy Friday, you've learned. I've said it before you this time. Yes, you did. I usually <laughs> say that one. Not that... Friday. It's Friday. Friday, obviously. Well, it's actually Friday because I don't get to see you over the weekend. Friday, that's one I've <laughs> never heard before. Well, I'll take I that as a compliment. I just made it up. Even though I feel like you're lying, that's, um, <laughs> that's okay. Hopefully, you're okay over the weekend and we can um, I'll, get back I'll together. I'll pull myself together. Yeah, good. I'll count the seconds till I see you again. We're obviously in a great mood because the market <laughs> rose today, right? For a second I straight day. I am. I am. Tom wasn't overly optimistic yesterday when we had a chat, but we got there and we got there not even just. We got there a little bit more than just. Like we weren't just on the line. So we're up 0.3% over the week. But before we get to the week, let's look at maybe just what happened today. Mm-hmm. So we were up 46 points or 06 of a percent to 7,280. So we had two bad days this week, but we were able to recover. And that means we've had two straight weeks of gains, Stevie. And our market has ended at its highest level since the beginning of the month. That's great. I think it's fair to say, in Tom's defense, that it has been a little underwhelming this month. Though. It has been. We are still been. down in May. We are. We are still quite a distance from the near record lows we hit in February. We are. But I know you're such an optimist. Two straight weeks of gains, even though the improvements were tiny. <laughs> Friday, half a percent <laughs> lift. You know, reason for celebration, I guess. It is. It is. So today we saw nine of the 11 sectors rising. It was only materials and utilities that didn't do so well. The materials sector was mostly impacted by coal and gold miners, which were under pressure today. So we saw Whitehaven Coal, New Hope, West African Mines, Newcrest. They were all amongst losers today. And coal and gold miners made up seven of the 10 worst performers today. The tech sector, however, was today's standout after tech stocks in the US had another positive session. And banks showed a strong improvement today with all four major banks climbing. Yeah, and a lot happened this week. I mean, it came down to, on the economic front, updates on wages, jobs, mm-hmm. and consumer confidence, which is a basically a survey asking people how they feel about their money. All kind of disappointed in one way or another. Not great news, I guess, but what's positive is it makes a rate hike in a couple of weeks' time less likely in June. So that's, I guess, one positive. We had key updates on China's economy Tuesday, which for the most part missed the mark. So miners were a little volatile earlier on. And while the banks rose today, early in the week, of course, we had ANZ and Macquarie trading ex-dividend, the cutoff to determine you know, if you're going to get a dividend or not. So quite a rocky ride, but we got there by the end of the week. As far as stocks go, one stock that really shot the lights out today was Austal. It rose 26% today. It was certainly one of the best on the market. The reason, it was awarded a contract worth up to $3.2 billion US dollars and Part of this contract will be to build as many as seven surveillance ships for the U.S. Navy. These are like 110-meter vessels, the anti-submarine surveillance vessels. I sound like I'm a military expert now, (laughs) which I'm absolutely not. But um, the U.S. Navy is one of Austell's most important customers, and it operates shipyards in Australia, the U.S., the Philippines, and Vietnam. So often when you get these big Navy deals with the U.S. in particular, you can see share prices rising. So one of the best days in many years for Austell today. 
Core Lithium was another one. Tom actually sat down with Core's CEO just last month. So you can find that interview on our website if for those interested. But today they announced the company's board approved a $45 to $50 million in funding to start developments on its mine in the Northern Territory. And it also received all the required approvals from the government. So they now have the green light to get that moving So they expect those initial works to be done in the first quarter of next year. Obviously, that's if everything goes to plan and there's no wet weather incidents like we have been hearing among the miners and and other sectors. But earlier this week, I went on a whole spiel about the share journey, share price journey, which I know you you love hearing about, Stevie, of Lake Resources, which is another lithium miner. And we've seen a similar story here with Core's share price. It hit an all-time high around the end of last year and it's been pretty volatile since then, but it's actually not that far off its all-time high now. Good news. Imugene was another that received quite a bit of attention today. It rose by about 4.5% today. It was up much more earlier, but I went down a bit of a rabbit hole with Imugene, to be honest, today, because when you kind of start digging into it, then you start watching another video from the company, then you start reading documents, and it's like, oh, what's <laughs> this about? You can't help yourself. Then you lose track of time. So basically, it received... <laughs> clearance from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the U.S. FDA, to start a phase one clinical study of a treatment it's developing to cure cancer. So the way I understand this, and believe it or not, I'm not wearing a lab coat, I'm not a doctor (laughs) or a scientist, but they've bred a virus to basically inject into a patient. It circulates the patient's body, finds cancer cells, infects those cells, specifically killing the tumors and it leaves healthy cells alone. So this would be independent of the type of cancer. So as long as it's a solid tumor, things like breast cancer, prostate, liver, colon, lung cancer, the idea is to try and identify those in a patient's body, kill them and give them some protection for the future. So it was certainly one of the the best performers of the day today. That's really good news. Hopefully they get there. We need all that we can get in, in terms of cancer treatments. But Dusk was another one. So they're the candle maker for those that don't know. They came out with an update today. I don't know about you, Stevie, but I love lighting candles and making my home smell very nice. I'm not sure if it's something that you do. So this one's right up my alley. Absolutely. I, I do. To be honest, I think if you think about it, like candle maker as a listed company, it might not make sense initially, but there you go. There you have it. So they came up with an update today mm-hmm. saying that its earnings are going to be lower than last year, unfortunately, due to the cost of living pressures, which have reduced the amount of sales that it's been making. And even on Mother's Day, it was softer than expected, which is usually the time when people would be buying these kinds of gifts. So this all, I guess, feeds into what we've been seeing in the data, not only here, but overseas as well, in all company reports too about retail spending. So Basically, the bottom line is people just don't have as much money in their pockets to be going out and spending it on these things. So retail sales have been fairly sluggish as a whole. Right. And zero is another. It actually did reasonably well today. must be said it was one of the best of the week. Five and a half percent higher today, 15 percent higher the week. This is a New Zealand-based cloud accounting company and posted a loss of 113 million New Zealand dollars for the year yesterday. So you would expect the shares to potentially fall off the back of that, but investors looked way past this and they focus on other things. So some of the positives and the detail, they basically added 470,000 subscribers over the year. That's 14% lift. So they've got almost 4 million subscribers now. Their revenue is up almost 30%. They're making 10% more from each user. They've lowered cost and they're expecting better margins for the year ahead. So they recently have a new CEO who obviously is being celebrated as far as how the share prices have done. 
So Zero was actually the second best performer this week mm. after Life360, which is another tech company. They were the best performer. And that's why we saw the tech sector rising most over the week. It was up about 5.2% over the week, Stevie. Exactly. So Life360, um, one of the best, it came out with some numbers as well, basically adding subscribers, which seemed to receive attention. And again, in the tech space, we had Brainchip was the best Mm. performer. No news there, but it was the best performer today. But Qantas also came out saying that they'll put more aeroplanes in the air and lift international capacity faster than expected, adding a million more seats to its international network starting late October, which is very exciting. I might need to buy myself a plane ticket, Stevie. And not, a, not a plane, I thought you were going to say. No, yeah. no, you can Candles buy me a plane if planes. you like. Candles and planes, <laughs> you right. know, definitely on the same playing field mm. there. And they said there's going to be big lifts in the flights to China. They're going to restart daily flights between Sydney and Shanghai and also to Hong Kong as well. And this means they'll be flying at 100% capacity. So back to pre-COVID levels. There you go. Let's look further ahead to what some of the things are that investors should be on the uh, lookout for. What what do you think will be one of the, the key things to watch? Well, there's a lot next week. So if we start with Australia, we'll get insights into how our manufacturing and services activity has been so far this month. Mm-hmm. On Friday, we have retail trade, very important. We'll be interesting again after we've had all those company reports and economic data coming out. Yeah, and that's going to be really important for, for interest rate hikes Absolutely. as well. So we had, as I said, wages and jobs this week. Next week will be all about retail spending on Friday. And then after that will be inflation. They're all the pieces of the puzzle that are necessary to determine what's going to happen. Also tonight, the head of the US central bank, Jerome Powell, or Jay Powell, mm. or JP perhaps for, for some <laughs> that, are, that are super close to him as well. He's, uh, he's on a panel discussion every time the, the head of the US central bank speaks about interest rates or inflation or anything else. Everyone listens very, very carefully and closely. We've got a few bits and pieces out next week for profit results, like Webjet, for example. Yep. We've been talking about candles, but also planes, of course, and <laughs> Webjet uh, more into the whole plane thing rather than uh, Maybe candles on the plane? Perhaps. It sounds quite dangerous, actually, to be <laughs> honest. Probably not. Um, but Webjet will be out with profit results Technology on Wednesday. Technology One as Technology well. Technology One too. And Select Harvest, we've heard from some other agricultural companies this week as well. Ahead in the US, though, pretty busy week, Stevie. There will be a few things to watch. I mean, a few bits of economic data. We've got economic growth on Thursday, which is kind of backward looking, It's but still receives attention. Mm-hmm. We've got minutes from the head of the US mm-hmm. Central Bank as well. And as you said, those manufacturing and services updates. And one of the reasons why when we talk about, they call them PMIs, mm-hmm. Purchase Managers Indexes, don't worry about that too much. But basically one of the reasons why we look at those numbers, it's a very timely look into how the economies are doing both in the US, Australia and other places as well. We'll also hear about how personal spending and incomes was going. So basically how much people are making and then how much people are spending. So that's a good read on inflation. That's going to be on Friday. That is actually the most closely watched update that the Fed watches when it makes a rate decision. So you're exactly right to, to point that out. Well, Stevie, I think that's enough from us for this week. I think it is. People have things to do on Friday night rather than listening to us, perhaps. Well, I'm going to go home and listen (laughs) to this once it's published, actually. Um, Maybe other people have better plans than me. I'm going to go listen to this while I light a candle, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) And buy a plane, a secondhand (laughs) plane for the weekend. Anyway, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll do this again next week and hope you enjoyed the second straight weeks of gains. We'll catch you on Monday. This
This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.